and welcome back to The Sesh. I'm Kendall Ray. And I'm Janelle. Thanks for joining us again for another therapy sesh. Ooh, this is our second time. therapy sesh. We did one a few months back about like getting older, aging, the process of... Yeah, and we're kind of doing the same yeah, thing today. I, I just realized as you said that. I was like, huh, interesting. But that was that was more like reincarnation, life after death, yeah, losing people. This that was is, more around death. Yeah, it was more around death. This is more around like coming into, well, we're both in our late 20s. Mm-hmm. And so we're, you know, kind of coming into some newer like milestones, I guess, yeah. of life soon. And we just kind of want to talk about it. And we thought it'd be an interesting topic. And, mm-hmm. and it's something that we've been talking about a lot just in our personal lives with each other, mm-hmm. how weird it is and kind of what we're each experiencing as we're heading into different chapters of our yeah. lives. And we just thought it'd be kind of fun to share that with some of you who might be around the same you know, age as us mm-hmm. or a little younger than us looking forward or a little older, older than us mm-hmm. that can kind of you know, maybe give us some advice yeah. going forward. No, for real. Yeah. Cause I feel like we have all these opinions now of how we think we feel and how we think yeah. we will feel, but right. we don't fucking know. I know. And if know, we watch so this things. in five years, yes. imagine how different everything we could be laughing could be. at ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. We probably will be, but yeah, we're excited for it. And we just felt like it was a good time to kind of open up a little bit. Yeah. And we need to like yeah. have an emotional therapy session is what we like to call these, but also we are not doing therapy in any way. Yeah. No, we are not giving therapy. We are not providing you therapy. No, it's just a fun name. For it's just a fun series. name for this. For this, yeah, exactly for the series. <laughs> we like to have little like categories for our episodes. <laughs> but we do have uh, spicy topics. But for before we have one big spicy topic. But before yeah. that, we have something that we kind of want to talk about from our last episode. What was we were going over the Mandela effect? If yeah. you aren't aware, which is if if you don't know what it is, just check out our last episode. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that we were doing was reading your guys's Mandela effects. And on Twitter, someone said that they had thought Larry King already died. And when we had filmed the episode, he had he was alive. Yeah. I literally said he's very much alive. Yeah. And yeah, we record. We're going to be recording our episodes a little closer to upload in the future. That's what we're working towards right now. But we have been recording almost a week before they go up. So sometimes we're. You know, like we said last episode, it's kind of ironic that we're like, so much happens. Who knows what's going to happen this week? And then that happens when we had said it in the episode. It was so strange. And so that was obviously our most comment or our most popular comment Mm -hmm. was about Larry King and just how weird that was. So bizarre. You know, because like we like she said, we post we filmed it uh, on a Tuesday, posted it on a Sunday. And it was like the day before we posted, I think that Saturday is when the news broke that he had died at age 87 on mm-hmm. January 23rd, yep, Saturday. Um, and the like cause of death wasn't stated or anything, mm-hmm. but he was hospitalized in late December with COVID. And, and I guess he's also had like other health mm-hmm. problems, like heart attacks and was diagnosed with lung cancer in 2017. So I don't know exactly like what was the cause of his death, but it's, the timing is bizarre. Yeah, that that was definitely made me uncomfortable listening back to myself. I was like, oh, I wish we could cut that out, but it was too late. We already had it up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It's like, it's so, it, it makes me, it's so weird. Like, cause then people were like, oh my gosh, was that person? I can't remember what the uh, term was, but people kept using a term of someone like basically like kind of foreshadow like what was going to happen. And yeah because so many people were like oh i agreed i thought larry king was mm-hmm. dead i remember yeah, a him lot of dying said that it was a really popular one um and then yeah. people were commenting on the episode saying that when they found out that he did die that they thought that he had already passed right you know yeah that was kind of odd. they're too. like oh i thought i already remember watching the news talking about him dying and stuff and what's crazy is within the last year he lost two of his own kids within weeks of each other he did yeah oh, that's terrible and i'm not sure how they passed but yeah he lost two of his kids within weeks oh of each gosh. other gosh he's probably like had a broken heart too and if you're not you know aware of who larry king is he was like a interviewer he, he, he hosted a show on cnn called larry king live for like 25 years mm-hmm. and he interviewed every everyone yeah. you know so hundreds of people mm-hmm. celebrities to political figures yeah. everyone all over the board all types of guests exactly six thousand episodes that's so much yeah wow. we can imagine doing that what are we on what episode are we on i don't like even 23? know 23 or something like that yeah <laughs> can you imagine six thousand episodes and this is live 
we're not live, right? Like being live, oh, Larry that, King we were live, just talking about that. How like, stressful that is. Because when you're interviewing people, you can't, you have no time for like yeah. dead air, as yeah. Ethan oh, Klein no. would say. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can't, if the, what if the person you're interviewing is like not interested or they're shy or they're yeah. scared or whatever and they don't like, you know, give you much, you have to keep, keep it up. Yep. And you can't like cut it out or anything. No. And if you say something wrong, you can't just be like, oh, I hate how I said that. Right. Can I just back this up or cut that out know, at the end or, or whatever? You stumble over your words. You can't let it throw you off. You got to get right mm -hmm. back on it and mm -hmm. move forward. Yep. That's really hard to do. Yeah. I have a lot of respect for anyone who does that many live anything. Me you too. Know? It's that's so, so challenging. Yeah. Yep. And he was such a like non-judgmental. He was such mm -hmm. a good listener. I felt like he really, every person that sat down with him, like he really was genuinely curious about their life and stuff. And yeah. So rest in peace to Larry King. It was really yeah. bizarre that that happened yeah, in that, that timing. Was that so was definitely so weird. But yeah, we just kind of want to bring that up because a lot yeah. of people were commenting on it and I like pinned a comment, but a lot of yeah. people don't see that. So. I know a lot of people don't look at the pinned comment. Yeah. Um, which makes sense because, I mean, I don't always look at pinned comments no, either. No, right, so, yeah. Yeah, we just wanted to address that and say that, of course, that was filmed before mm -hmm. he passed away. So, mm -hmm. yeah, we send our love to his family. Yeah, definitely. But our actual main spicy topic of yes. the week. Yes. What do we got here? This is crazy. <laughs> okay, this is fucking crazy. And this is like, and I, don't know, I feel kind of bad yeah. laughing for a second because it's like actually really serious, but also yeah. like... I want to say trigger warning for sure. Yeah. This is upsetting, honestly, what's going yeah. on. Um, if you have followed any of this. So I have been following Claudia Conway on TikTok now for a couple months. You guys know I love to dabble on the TikTok. Mm -hmm. Janelle's still not. You're still not on TikTok? Nope. Still not on TikTok. I feel like eventually you just got to give back in. Um, I've gotten to like low points in the past few weeks where I'm like desperate for like s to feel something. So I'm like thinking about downloading TikTok and I'm like, no, well, no. you should, because I mean, it's so entertaining and you get to see so many different people. And Claudia is one of those people that I never would have thought to follow, but she's a really interesting person. And she's post, she's thinks very differently from her mother, Kellyanne Conway. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot to say on Kellyanne. Yeah, I've got plenty to say about Kellyanne, but we'll just say that she and her daughter are very different. So if you don't know who she is, Kellyanne Conway was a former counselor to Donald Trump. Yep. And Kellyanne has a daughter named Claudia, who's 16 years old. Mm -hmm. And her dad is George Conway, who is the co-founder of the Lincoln Project. And so her family's all over the place. So they're on completely different sides of the political spectrum. Her wild. two parents. Yeah. And then Claudia... It really does not get along with Kellyanne. And she's been posting publicly about this for months now. And it's been fairly like fun and games up until yeah. recently. Like, well, didn't she get her following because she was like basically posting TikToks, like trolling Trump, basically and like trolling yeah. her mom for working for Trump and stuff like yep. that. And yeah, all kinds of funny stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, we'll put in like a few of her kind of laid back, like gaff tweets, yeah. essentially. Yeah. to the president of the United States. She also was his campaign manager during the 2016 election. So, your point? Your point. Believe it or not, you can have your own opinions. Not influenced by your parents at all. Simply by educating yourself. My views have absolutely nothing to do with my mom's. Please stop commenting about her. Please stop commenting about my dad. Eventually, she started asking for help over TikTok to get out of her abusive household, but the authorities hadn't gotten involved probably because her parents are so influential. Mm -hmm. And she's even posted videos of the police there in the house, and you can tell they kind of take Kellyanne's side no matter what. Sure. Um, but she recently posted actual videos of the abuse happening, and she claims to have hours filmed um, over the last year uh, that she has been in quarantine. Yeah. And maybe probably even before that. Sure. But of Kellyanne yelling at her, maybe even physically, I mean, looks like it from the videos. Yeah. Uh, physically, maybe throwing things at her, pushing her. Yeah. And just verbally abusing her to a, a really toxic level. Yeah. Really like degrading her and just, mm -hmm. just being really nasty overall. And like, obviously like there's a lot of, teens and parents who don't get along but this is like pretty wild 
It is. We'll like put in a little clip. Obviously, you're not going to show anything crazy. You can find it pretty easily. But here's something just so you can get an idea. One fucking bit for you to tell people I'm a bitch. What? 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 There's something wrong with you. Yeah, I'm mocking is. me. You think I'm mocking you? I'm trying to have a conversation with you. Do you know what you've done to yourself? Do you know what you've done to yourself? So she edited together like several different clips and says that there's so much more this is just a glimpse into her life and what Mm -hmm. it's like living with kellyanne and wow what a difference and sometimes you know when she realizes when kelly realizes that she is on the tiktok that she's filming her she'll put on this whole act and be like honey yeah but then to see that just switch it's just, oh my God, I know so many people can relate to dealing with someone like that mm-hmm. oh, and how yeah. toxic it can be to live in a household like that at such a young age. Yes, yes, um, absolutely. So, I mean, this is really intense stuff and it, it this all wasn't up very long because no. um, shit hit the fan pretty quick right after she had originally posted these video clips. Mm-hmm. There were clips of, like I said, the police being there mm-hmm. um, and then Everything came to a head recently when she posted a video on TikTok saying that Kellyanne, she was getting tweets that Kellyanne had posted a photo, a topless photo of her mm-hmm. to her Twitter stories, which uh-huh. is called Twitter fleet. Yeah, I, guess I didn't even so. know there was Twitter stories, um, but she has 3.3 million followers. followers and then Claudia posted another TikTok basically saying well, if that's true and you really po- and Kellyanne really did post this, you're going to jail. Right. Exactly. And then it, so this was like early. We're filming this on the 27th. This was like a few days ago. And then just like last night, I want. Oh, then she actually this is really interesting. She started uh, posting in Morse code. I think it was on TikTok. Yeah, it was on TikTok. She was yeah. posting in a lot of them were translated to like, please get people to talk about this. Please spread awareness um as you know about this because i can't and so people were really freaked out like oh my god is mm-hmm. kellyanne like literally exposing her 16 year old daughter online is she really putting up a photo of her child is right. she i mean you are gonna go for to jail if right. that's the case exactly yeah so then the morning after this all happened claudia went to tiktok and apologized for like you know p- making this matter public i guess you could say and she posted a series of videos explaining what happened and like pleaded fans not to call the authorities or we can just go ahead to her play family. It. Yeah, we'll just go ahead and play it. Hi, guys. I just wanted to come on here and address the situation. Uh, this isn't forced. This is coming completely from me, Claudia. Um, I have faith and I know that my mother would never put something like that on the Internet as well as me. We would never do that. My mom and I, we fight like mothers and daughters, but we also love like mothers and daughters. And I do love her. I will be taking a break from social media um, because we are really tired of being headlines. So people have been kind of curious about this, saying, is she being forced to say this? Is there body language that can be further analyzed? Um, She had said at one point, I will never delete my social media. So if I do, you know, it's not me. So, of course, a lot of people are thinking that there is. But there is a police investigation going on as well. So they could have asked her to take everything down while they investigate. As of right now, when we're recording this episode, it is not clear whether Kellyanne posted that photo or not. Okay, it seems that it seems that Claudia thinks her mom's account was either hacked or that she accidentally posted it. But she doesn't think she did it on purpose. But it's still being investigated. As of right now, all of Claudia's stuff is taken down. And they're saying that they're going to work on their relationship. Hmm. Um, Well, I guess she's been trying to get emancipated since August. Like, right when she turned 16. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure she has been trying to. And that's a hard process. Yeah, and I guess yesterday, so like the 26th, the police like showed up at their house. But then they were only there for like an hour. Like you said, the investigation's being conducted. But well, I hope they really get we'll to see. the bottom of that because if she really did post that, that is just about the lowest and most disgusting thing you could ever uh, do. Oh, yeah. You know? I honestly, the fuck? I would hope that she's not stupid enough to post that. Like, yeah. doesn't she know that that is like so fucking right. stupid and like is like, an, like you're a public figure. Had to have been like a mistake. Like there's, I mean, come but on. still. I agree. Like, like it's not an excuse it's just like i just i hope it wasn't on purpose i'm like you yeah. can't be that fucking stupid i know i have a lot of questions about all this like something's fishy but those videos of her though were so disturbing 
Yes. You know? Yes. To see the fear in her eyes, like some of those clips. Yeah. I mean, we are not going to show all of them, but no. some of them are really hard to watch. Yeah. And you can tell that she's not just doing this for attention or to like expose her mom. Like the, those are real painful moments. She's going through an abusive situation. And just knowing her like past of like, she's feisty on like regular ass TV. Yeah. Like some yep. of this, I'm not like, I've oh, never yeah. been a fan of Kellyanne Conway. Oh, no. So no, no, no. I mean, this is honestly, I'm like, wow, if she is that way in public on, you know, CNN and whatever, then mm -hmm. I can't imagine what she's like to her family behind closed doors, you know? Yeah. Is she, how comfortable is she with lying? Clearly yeah. pretty comfortable. Yeah. With the fibs. Right. Exactly. So, so it's just, I don't know. It's ridiculous. It's bad. And I hope they get to the bottom of it, honestly. Cause it's yeah. Ridiculous. I do too. And we will put any updates if there's anything else that comes out in between now and the time that this goes up in the pinned comments so that you guys can yes. you know, look into that further. Definitely. But before we go ahead and get into our main topic of the day, we want to thank our first sponsor, Apostrophe. Okay, it is time for us to have a deep chat, a deep therapy sesh. Chat. Yes, we're here coloring. That means it's getting serious in yes, the studio. Okay, <laughs> that is. Well, it doesn't mean much these days. Just we color, we a, color lot. a lot. It just helps me focus so much. Oh yeah, me too. I love it. It's so like therapeutic. I love I know. it. I love that. I said it in Mile Higher recently, and I got so many comments from people that understood what I was talking about. Oh yeah, it made yeah. me feel so validated. One hundred percent. I mean, especially our like younger generation's minds, we are so used to having stimuli like everywhere around us. So it's true. It's really hard to just literally focus on one thing because our brains are used to processing like a million things mm -hmm. at once. And the next generation is going to be even worse. Our kids. Oh, my God. It's going to be a challenge. Our kids. Speaking of our kids. Speaking of which. Yes, we are getting old. We are. We've been talking a lot about that lately. Yeah, we have. I'm turning 28 in a few months. And for some reason, 28 just sounds really old for you. Yeah. Like 27 didn't seem quite as big of a milestone yeah. for me. But 28 just in my mind, I'm like, oh, my gosh, I need to like rethink it. I don't know. I just rethink feel like everything. I have to go into my adult mode. Interesting. That's how I feel like I'm and I'm getting the like motherly urges. I really am. Like it's a real thing. All right. I don't know if anyone else relates to that, but oh, I'm, I'm starting sure. to get I'm sure a lot of people relate to that. But my mom said it happened to her right around 27, 28 too, where she started to feel the urge to be a mom. That's interesting. So I'm kind of like going through that right now and it feels weird because I'm like caught between that and like still thinking i'm 21 yeah well like mentally i think i'm mentally 23 my, all the time exactly mentally i'm, I'm like 23 forever me you too. ask me how old i'm like oh 23 i turned 23 three times actually so and it does not feel that long ago that we were celebrating our 21st birthdays i me remember and like Sydney, it was yesterday for yeah you guys. we celebrate we used to always celebrate our birthdays together in college because we're two days apart remember mm -hmm. our 21st at the bars oh, yeah that was wild i know it was it was wild you ladies were so funny and that was a long time ago. Like the fact that it's going to be seven years ago. That's crazy. Right? Wow. I no, know. I feel old. Right? Like we're almost 30. Not that that's old. But to, I know people I know. who are 30 like, are yeah. like, wow. No, well, I totally I like get that though. It's all relevant. It's just all rel It's all relative. Everyone. Yeah. Rel relative. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, I agree. That's the word I was looking for. It is because it's like, you know, right now I look at 30 and I feel like, dang, that's really old. Like when... I don't know. I feel like when I was a kid and I thought of someone who's 30, I thought of like a real adult adult and they had like all their shit yeah. figured out and they like knew all the answers to everything. Right. And I'm realizing like <laughs> you right. will never get what well, I'm kind of over here. Like, when will I like really be like, oh, I, I'm now settled and like I'm in <laughs> I am who I am. Like, yeah, that's not the human experience. So we're supposed to be evolving forever. And I think that's mm -hmm. kind of tripping me out of like. I'll never be like, I'm never going to wake up one day and be like, I'm officially a, an a true adult now. now and I'm ready to have kids and settle. Like, that's not. You're not going to wake up one day and feel like that. You'll probably feel like a kid until, you know, until the day you die. I hope forever <laughs> to some degree. Yeah. yeah. We were just talking with Josh's grandmother. She's 92. I didn't get to talk to her. Josh went and talked to her. He just told me about this. And she said she still feels like a kid at heart sometimes. Oh, that's so cool. And I think part of you. I think you carry like your past versions of yourself within yourself at all times throughout these different chapters of your life. Mm -hmm. And it, it is weird to think about because I mean, everyone ages, everyone has gotten older at some point has had that thought of like, Oh, 
I'm like a, a little bit is like it's kind of like sand dripping down yes in the, the time yes. thing it's no, just it like is. you know eventually you're gonna have that realization and no matter when you have that or at what point you know you're gonna have that many times right 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 <laughs> it's just like everyone can relate to that feeling of being like whoa life is shorter than i thought maybe totally and uh adults don't know as much as i thought yeah i definitely thought i was gonna hit that point where i'm like oh i'm old and smart now and i know everything like my parents did and then you realize how much your parents did not know right and still are like figuring struggling with and figuring out in their day-to-day lives i'm like oh so no one knows what the fuck's going on ever that's so comforting no one knows the human experience is nuts it's (laughs) kind of crazy to think about you know and i guess that's the point of it we're supposed Mm -hmm. to be changing all the time but for some reason, when I was a kid, time went so much slower to me. Like, and now I feel like time is going by so fucking fast. I'm like, God, can we just like I go s- like half speed for a second? Like, can we just like pause for a second? Yeah, that's really interesting to think about how time just feels like it's going faster the older that you get. Yeah, and it my does. parents have told me Everyone that forever that, that it's only going to get faster. And once you have kids, then it really speeds up. And I'm like what like the fact that the years are just going by so They're fast lying like by. christmases are blending together blending now. together isn't that so strange and i think when we were younger and we had the school year to like mark our our year mm-hmm. and sit there every day you're in school and mm-hmm. you're just sitting there looking at your calendar like oh how many days till christmas how many and everything how many, feels so far how about away summer break feeling like it's like a year long right. really it's like two and a half months yeah if yeah if, if that. that i know it really would feel it, like yeah no not even long yeah. time I know, right? And now that's like a blip. Blip. You know? It's 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 crazy to think about how fast time's flying. And I'm like, sometimes I get like weirded out because I'm like, well, is like, cause, you know, as time goes on, you sometimes feel pressure from society or from yourself even to be like, well, am I supposed to be at I a certain spo- point? Yeah, exactly. Right now? Like, should I keep, like, do I need to be doing something specific? Do I need, should I be in school? Should I be getting married? Should I be having kids? Like, I feel like you're always mm-hmm. kind of like debating on like what you should be doing. And as far as like what society says to do, I and mean, then it only is getting like crazier as you get older, at least in my opinion, like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe it. <laughs> exactly. No, I think a lot of people relate to what you're saying. There is a lot of pressure that the older that you get that you're supposed to like be at a certain point or even at a certain point like in your career right or in your relationship right maybe you know you're still single and enjoying being single and you feel and there are people around you that are like so when you gonna right settle down and you're like what right like maybe there's some fine there's people who are like i want to be single forever and they're like i want to and like yeah of course there's always that like you know question from society of like well when are you gonna i feel like women especially deal with this like this pressure of like are you getting older like you know Mm -hmm. it's you're not gonna have forever or whatever so right which biologically we do have that to a to a degree we don't have forever we do not like if you want to have kids you can only wait so long right so there is like some biological pressure there and i'm already starting to feel that Mm -hmm. totally and that's like kind of a stressful situation in itself yep do you guys feel like time went a lot faster when we like left college or we were like yes like just after that i can't Mm -hmm. really piece together the years it all just seems like after college post-college yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like a big clump of just yes 100 totally and it's like you don't really have a marker this is like the first time where i haven't had you know there's like my uh elementary days your middle school days your high school days mm-hmm. your college days there's like all these little chapters but yeah. now it's just like this limbo where right. you kind of don't know what's going on we're just like right. trying to figure it out stage and you'd think it would have gone faster that college would have gone faster because it was so fun mm-hmm. but and it did yeah. go fast at least for me but but since we've left it's been so fast that's what i'm saying like i can't believe it's been like it's been more time out of college already than I was in college. Like I was in college for four years. That's crazy. And that it's been, wild. and I remember college, like thinking, God, four years, that's so long to be in college. It's like a huge chunk of your life. It was like a blip in my life. I know. I know. And it's you crazy. wish you could like, you know, go back and realize that how, how short it was. Totally. Cause now I miss it so much. Me too. It was so fun. But yeah. And then, you know, obviously all three of us um, are in long-term relationships. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I think a lot of people who are can also relate to the fact of like when you are of like getting these pressures from society and stuff to, you know, get the next step on. Okay, well, you've been dating for a while. Yeah. When are you going to get married? 
When are you going to buy your house? When are yeah. you going to have kids? You've gotten a lot of that. So much of that. Con- <laughs> Probably it- from me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually I have. But so many people I have- just love you and John so much. No, okay. I have yeah. to like ha- make sure you guys are going to be there forever. <laughs> Very emotional. Well, a lot of people are like, you know, they'll f- I'll tell them that, yeah, we've been dating for nine years and they're like, oh my God, you know, when's he going to put a ring on it? And it's so funny because <laughs> it's just like an automatic question that people ask. But in my life, it's like never really been that important to me. No, it's not been important to you at all. It's not like you're sitting around like, where's my ring? No, not at all. In fact, yeah. truthfully, I think if like anything, I would be more reserved in the in the party like between john and i t- to like get married than he would maybe a little bit and maybe yeah. he would disagree with that i don't know that's just kind of like i could see that. what i what i kind of feel um so yeah i mean it's it's interesting because i feel like and you can relate to this because you're mm-hmm. married i have been married and since 2016 i'm yeah. sure you've had the when are you having kids question right. 50 million times i was gonna say i never got the like when are you getting married question because we got married i guess fairly young right or like fairly quickly right we've been together for six years when we got married we've been together 10 years now okay but Um, how old were you when you got married 23 yeah and so no one was being like are you guys gonna get married when when is he gonna pop the question we didn't get any of that pressure that was completely on our own time and our own decision which Mm -hmm. was nice but as soon as we got married the when are you gonna have kids question Question. started Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people thought that we were getting married because we wanted to have kids young yes which really wasn't part of it at all for us um, I don't really know exactly why we wanted to get married. There was no like real reason. Nothing really changed. We just mm-hmm. wanted to get married. It felt like we wanted to spend the rest of our lives together. And then we were engaged for a while before we even got married. But there wasn't that like pressure yeah. that you're dealing with. And I know you're feeling that pressure too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, because once you start getting older, people start, and when you've been in a relationship for so long and you're out of college, they're like, well, take the next step. This is how right. the, this is what your story goes. Exactly. <laughs> it's wild. That's how like we're programmed as a society yeah. to think that. And I understand that like, you know, depending on your beliefs and your like traditions and your religious beliefs or whatever, like it, it maybe marriage is holds right. a lot more value to you and that's true maybe that is a bigger step for whatever reason whether that's because you're living together now or because you know having that that's actual true. ceremony means a lot or whatever it may be maybe it's for legal reasons maybe it's because mm-hmm. a spouse is in the is in the military you know you don't know so yep but for me like i've lived with john for since sophomore year of college mm-hmm. um you know, I'm not religious. Like there's really nothing like that I feel would change that much if I got married. And it's not like something that you really want that badly. You're like no. not the type of girl that's been waiting for your wedding day. No, I've never, when, pe- when girls talk about like, oh, I've dreamed of the dress I would be wearing on my wedding or I know exactly what ring I want. I've known forever or I know, you know, the style or whatever. Like I've dreamed of my wedding day since I was a little girl. That's never been me. And sometimes I'm like, is something wrong with me? Like as a kid, I'd be like, no, nothing's a little wrong with And you. of course I know that that now, but like, it's a little strange because I feel like it is so like, like common. common and almost like, um, like expected of like the girls to mm-hmm. be excited about their wedding and like, and if you are that, that's great too. Like dream about your wedding when you're young, like do it like that's live your life. I just think it's interesting that, so many things in society like it's putting the pressure on the girls because like mm-hmm. maybe guys dream about their wedding day when they're younger right like why mm-hmm. can't guys be just as involved in in the whole process of finding their mm-hmm. partner and like the romance of it and this that, and the other why does it all have to be so is it, one way right or so many and it's not i feel like a lot of society has come around with this type of stuff yes it's like a few a group of people that are like clinging on to the sure. traditional sure sure life. sure sure um, you know, I mean, if we were going to have this conversation like 20, 30 years ago, it would look completely different, mm-hmm. sound completely different. Things have already changed mm-hmm. a lot, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, that's very true. Um, but yeah, it still exists. The pressure still exists, mm-hmm. all of it. And to have, do you feel like pressure to have a big wedding, even though that's something you're like not that interested in? Um, n- not really. 
Uh, sometimes I feel it like, cause I have FOMO <laughs> and so <laughs> sometimes I'm like worried that I'll like have FOMO yeah. of like having that experience. But like deep down, I, I don't really think it really matters to me. I would, there are so many other things that I would rather do with that money to be honest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And That's like smart. I said, like, it's not, it's really not that important to me. Like, honestly, like I would be fine waking up tomorrow and just being like oh you're married to john to be like oh okay i could see you guys doing that like we'll just like keep living our lives how we are like that would be great yeah you know we have like other goals like right now our big goal is like buying a house like Mm -hmm. that's what we're like we have like our eye on like buying a house and that's like our big thing and whereas some people it's like getting married Mm -hmm. moving in having kids you know some people don't care about buying a house at yeah, first everyone's like, priorities look completely mm-hmm. different yeah so. but i think it's interesting to like as yeah and i would agree like as society like as we've grown i think the stereotypes and expectations are getting more like, more and more loose and people are less and less traditional with mm-hmm. doing the you know typical wedding or whatever you're expected to do type of thing so yeah i would but yeah i, I I would say that there's definitely like some pressure there still, you know? Yeah. I mean, if anything, I think you just want to like still have a celebration and have, you just like to have fun. Like like you want to have a party. I just want to have a party. That's the main reason I had a wedding was because it was, it was just a big party. I just want to like have a literal excuse and reason to have people that I love together and like dance Mm -hmm. and drink and eat. And it's really that's the like sounds so thing. fun. Like it, it, it was. It was, and your wedding was so fun. It was. It was. It was a so blast. fun. It was that's nice why I'm like, just, God, maybe I should just like skip the ceremony and just like get married somewhere random, like whatever, <laughs> and then just like have a lit reception, have a just, like party. a party, like a I celebration like of love. That's fine. I feel like whatever works for you, you know. Mm-hmm. And now that I look back at it, I'm like, why what? did we have this? Why did we have to have this ceremony in front of so many people? I mean, we didn't have like that huge of a wedding we had like maybe 115 there something around that but a lot of like my parents friends and people that i'm not that close with because i was gonna say like that may not seem like a lot but like you have a pretty like small friend group like to me 115 would be like i don't even like know 115 (laughs) i'd have to invite some of you guys a lot of those people were people my parents wanted there okay like a good chunk of that was family and you know people that i didn't know or like people Josh had grown up with sure, families sure, sure, sure. and stuff that I had never met. Right. Um, but I, I think if we were to get married now, that number would drop to like 50 and mm-hmm. we would much rather have something that's smaller with just the people that we are close, closer with sure. around, make it a more intimate thing and focus it more on ourselves and the fun yeah. of it. Because that's one thing I noticed with the wedding is I was very focused on like everyone else's experience and not as focused on mine at the end Your of the day. And I was day. like, a little stressed out. Sure. Um, but then when the time really came, it was just fun. It was just so much love to be around all these people that care about Josh and I. And right. then once I was walking down the aisle and Josh was there, I just kind of like we went into our own world and none of that stuff really mattered. All the stuff I'd been stressing out for a year about was all kind of bullshit to me in those moments. Sure. And I was like, whatever. Like I remember I was so stressed out about, you remember how stressed oh, out I was yeah. planning a whole wedding. I didn't have a wedding planner. So yeah. I did everything by myself and um, my family was kind of going through some turmoil. So it was just yeah. a stressful day. Like yeah. my parents were, it was like one of the first times they were together after yeah. they had gotten divorced that's was my stressful. wedding. Yeah, so that's it, was stressful. Like, it was just overwhelming as fuck. But the, I remember the photo booth didn't work. Remember? Oh yeah. I couldn't get the photo booth to work. And I just did not give a shit. I was like, Whatever. I know you didn't. You're like, it's totally fine. I, and was I like, still tipped her. I was like, here you go. Here's your money anyway. Bye. Thanks so much for coming. <sighs> like I was just in such a great mood. So filled with love and good energy that anything could have happened and i still would have had a good day that's so that's like oh, that's like the the way you want to do it right like yeah. that sounds so great to be like there for your like love at the end of the day and right. like whatever it's whatever at the end of the day and the other thing is like i don't know about you because it was your wedding but for me your wedding flew by oh dude. it flew by for me too <laughs> i was like and i watched you like plan and i was like holy shit like so much work goes that's the other thing so guys it's like there is so much work going into planning a wedding i'm like, hours every night i don't know if i got time for that right now or like yeah if i want to necessarily do that right now so yeah for a lot of people too but the more people but just the more like planning. six hours like a f- six yeah. hour event at the end it of the day it goes by so fast and that's why like looking back i would have done th- i would have rented a dress not bought my dress that's a huge thing i recommend to anyone is like just rent your dress 
now because mine is like spray tan on it and it's like yeah like in a what bag you, like, like realistically what I'm, what I'm gonna, gonna do? frame it, it yeah frame it or like, like put it back put it on do a little cosplay <laughs> make my daughter wear it my mom wore her mother's dress and mm-hmm. so she wanted me to wear it again for a third round and i was like sorry no i'm getting a new one but now honestly i wish i maybe i did that or yeah i rented because i spent a lot on the dress for six hours in it you're in the thing in so dress, totally and then you're out of it as soon as the wedding ends you're like want to get out of get, it immediately yeah. oh i'm sure and you never put it on again that's wild you should See? just like have it like redone or you can go and like get it fixed yeah. and make it like a maybe a cute little shorter dress. But if you do have a daughter, you can let her use pieces of it unless she wants to wear That's it. That's true. I'll, I mean, I'll probably have I will have it. It's in a, a hefty bag right now in the basement. So <laughs> yeah. if she wants pieces of it, I'm sure we can cut some off. Hefty bag. But I never got beautiful. it like preserved. I know it was a beautiful dress and it was expensive. But I I feel like there's a lot of things that. I just didn't care about on the actual day that, you know, and it does go by so fast. I think people play it up because it's like your wedding, but it's oh my God. so quick. Like I, you talk to so many people, you barely have time to think and process anything and then it's over. Dude. And that's the thing is like, I would crazy. rather have it smaller and less going on. That's definitely my advice to both of you guys is like, keep it chiller so that you can enjoy it. Focus on yourself yeah, and your partner and I make sure like- it's good for you guys. And then, It'll be a good day. I feel like a lot of what you had to do was like, make sure you go to like all the tables and like catch up with everyone, thank them for coming. Yep. And then everyone of course wants to talk to you. And then, you yeah. know, before you know it, you spent two hours talking to people, yeah, like making small talk fast. with a million people. And right. I mean, like no offense, but it's your wedding. You should yeah. be like with your like fucking partner, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then like your closest people there, like, yes, you know what I mean? Like I, I like spent the, a lot of time yeah. talking to people that I hadn't seen in years that I, haven't seen since the wedding right. and that we were like catching up right but and like, then i didn't get to spend a lot of time talking to people that i'm like really close with and my sure. aunts and uncles and i miss some of josh's family members that had left early because they retired like his grandparents mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it's overwhelming the whole the whole thing is like it's a lot of pressure i mean go small if you can <laughs> that, that's all i can say is like go small. i would i would do it way differently now mm-hmm. yeah. yeah my priorities have changed a lot since then that's for sure. Would you change like any design or anything? Just out um, of curiosity. Yeah, I'd probably do it outside somewhere. We went for convenience. We did the hotel thing because we were so stressed out about everything with our families and my parents. So we were like, it'd be just nice if everyone can sleep there mm-hmm. and like it'll be convenient. Um, but I think I would have gone with more of a nature thing mm. in the mountains. Probably that. that would have been a little more true to us. I would have focused more on what we wanted and not what it would have been best for the sure, guests. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, no, so. I feel that. But All yeah. right. Well, we're going to take a quick sponsor break and talk about Babbel. So we've talked about getting older and getting married. Yes. And we've talked a little bit about the pressures of society. Correct. But another big pressure, like I said, that a lot of people face is the pressure to have kids. Mm-hmm. And I know that it can be some intense pressure just even being on the Internet because um <laughs> we have had people asking Josh and I if we're going to have kids and when we're going to have kids and when we can expect babies for years. Like as soon as we got married, that was the big question. Every time we did a Q&A, that was, that was yep, a bunch of people asked that. It seems to be a big topic. People want to see a little Kendall or a little Josh running around here. Which, side note, that's like really interesting, the whole idea of being fast because the world is like fascinated with other people's oh, yeah. pregnancies and having oh, kids. Yeah. It's like a total industry now, especially in on YouTube and stuff. And like, why is, why are we so like pregnancy yeah. announcement videos and gender reveals? Why and are we so why do into we, that? Why do we eat that shit it's up so much? kind of weird. Yeah, it is kind it of is weird. It is really strange. Like, I don't, I don't know. And I mean, we did an episode a few weeks ago and <laughs> the reason I brought this up is because yeah. so many of you guys thought that I was pregnant and yeah. straight up was like, trying to give you guys subliminal messages yeah. that i was pregnant through During the, this <laughs> through the episode spicy sesh she was like yeah. i'm not drinking for medical reasons and you guys yeah. are all like is she pregnant yeah those medical reasons i am currently being treated for reactivated epstein-barr virus so i've been doing weekly medical treatments and that's why we said it's frowned upon yeah. to drink during that if if I was pregnant, we would not be referring to drinking as while pregnant frowned as upon. frowned upon. Yeah, I <laughs> don't guys, personally believe that. Oh my god, it's a little more serious than that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So definitely not pregnant. But a lot of people commented. A lot, a lot of, of you, people, and we were like, were like, "I'm calling it now." Kendall's pregnant, and that's like a really bold statement to make. You it know, is. and I know like people are excited and people like 
Mm-hmm. They love you and they love Josh and they like know that you do want to we be do. a mom. You've made that clear. Yes. <clears throat> so I feel like there are, you know, exciting and that's like a natural thing. But I feel it's a little strange sometimes for how far we will go as far as like asking people if they're pregnant. When will they be mm-hmm. pregnant? When can we expect kids? Right. Like it's yeah. a, it's it's a really personal and for a lot of women sensitive subject to talk about. You know, you've made that point to me a few times, you know, like what if you were like, I don't get upset by it when people ask or assume like maybe I'm pregnant or mm -hmm. wonder when I'm going to get pregnant or say things hoping that we get that doesn't bother me because I know it all comes from like a loving place. Right. Um, But you did point out to me like, what if right now you were trying to have a baby, though? How would you feel if you were seeing all these comments saying you're pregnant and you're not? You couldn't and you have weren't a baby. able to. And like, meanwhile, you just had a negative pregnancy test right. and you're or going through this hidden battle that no one knows about. God forbid you miscarried. Yeah. And you never know. Like, Where's the baby? Where's the baby? We want babies. And like, we get yeah, it. Like, that, of course, like people are excited for babies. And like, mm-hmm. of course, you guys are all like coming from a, a good place. I don't want you to like think that mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, saying whatever. But I, it is interesting, like just society in general. I feel like we're really quick to be like hey, are you pregnant? Like, are you trying? You should try. And that's such a personal thing because so many women go through struggles getting pregnant or or keeping a pregnancy. and Or maybe you just don't want to have a baby or or you're not ready yet. don't want to have a baby. Yeah, exactly. And I think, I mean, I think you can realize that maybe asking that doesn't make a lot of sense going forward, even if you have before. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay to like pause and think, oh, maybe... That isn't the best thing to right. say to people. And I mean, like, even though I personally didn't get offended because Josh right. and I haven't been trying, we don't, we, I think a lot of people thought that we have yeah. because we got married for a long time ago. Right. And I think people thought we were going to have babies right after that. Mm-hmm. And I, I know a lot of people know that I have all these health issues. I have PCOS. So maybe I, I mean, there, I totally could have been having fertility issues this whole time. Right. And I haven't been trying to have a baby yet. I want to eventually, but you know, yeah, that, that could be very upsetting. I think it is, it is good to be aware of what a sensitive subject that can be for people to assume, even though you get excited. And of course you want like your favorite vlog family to have a baby. Cause there's gotta be women out there that are dealing with that exact scenario that they are influencers or they're like, even just people that don't have a following, right. that just have just people like in their lives constantly asking them and pressuring them, and they're like, your "Meanwhile, neighbor they're... for all you know, yeah. and who's severely struggling struggling with infertility." I mean, you have no idea what you know what what they're going through in real life. Oh, it's su- it's such a good point. It really is. So yeah, I don't know. I just but I'm not pregnant. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Bummer. Definitely not. I'm on that time of the month right now. Actually, oh. so definitely not pregnant. Yep, um, not yet. But I'm I'm thinking about it. You, I was gonna say you got <laughs> it's on my radar. It's I'm on not your gonna radar. Lie. Yeah, oh. yeah. I'll open up a little bit about this. Um, Josh and I are definitely thinking about having kids in the next couple of years. You know, I am turning 28, and so I'm kind of thinking that's right around that. My mom had me at 30, and Josh's mom had him at 30. So we thought it'd be kind of cool if we had a baby at 30. Um, but I have no idea. You know what that'll look like for me. I do have some health issues. I don't know if it'll be an easy process, if it will take us years, um, but we're not even at the point of trying it. So I really have had no experience. That's a really that. good topic of like, you don't know if it'll take you years or not. Cause that's the other thing that trips me out. Cause right. it's like you try and be like, Oh, it would be nice to like have a baby at this age. But then it's like, how do we know how long we need to try for? Cause some women like my mom and my dad, they were like, okay you know what let's we'll like get off birth control and we'll just like see what happens but we're not gonna like try and force it but if we, ha- if we get pregnant great yeah boom pregnant immediately with me yeah. like but then and so i'm like how I do would, you know how do you know if you like need to start trying now because it mm-hmm. takes three years or for you to get pregnant or something yeah. and then you're like or what if you get pregnant right away and you're like damn i could have waited like another year or something like <laughs> it took my mom always tells tells me they tried for about six years and they had several, several miscarriages. My mom also has PCOS and a lot of health issues. And she also had a um, an egg topic pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And getting pregnant with me finally was like a miracle for her. So then I look at that and I'm like, if I have any similar, if I have a similar experience to her, well, right. she started a lot younger than I did. Um, she got pregnant at 30, but you know, what if I like wait too long? It's like this whole weird, sure. I think so many women can relate 
to this conversation of like, when am I supposed to do this? Am I ready now? Right. Do like, cause I feel like part of me is really scared to have kids. Cause it's going to, it's going to make changes for me and Josh. We can't just do whatever the fuck we want totally. anymore. Right. Right. We can't stay up. Like last night I, <laughs> I, ran, I took a nap at like 6 PM and woke up at like nine. And then I was up till like four in the morning. You can't do that. Yeah. You, well, I guess you can, but it's not going to be by your choice. You're going to be sleeping based on when your baby can sleep, you right. know, whenever you can. Right. right now I just do kind of whatever I want. Like I'm, I'm in like the ultimate freedom right now that mm-hmm. stage before, like I'm not in my parents' house, so I can do whatever I want, but I like don't really have any responsibilities other than my pets and they're not I'm judging in, me. They're I, like, whatever, yeah. mom. I love being able to be in like this call it for what it is selfish stage like yeah. i love being able to do selfish whatever the fuck okay. when, yeah good. i love being able to do whatever whenever yeah. and not having to like report to someone or worry about mm-hmm. you know someone needing me for this or getting back to someone of this like it's great to have that freedom and obviously that goes away with kids and so a part of me is like god I, like i'm not gonna lie like i love sleep so much and sometimes yeah. i'm like damn what if you know like I they're know. obviously like you're not people say you don't sleep when you have kids especially when you have babies you don't sleep you don't sleep you don't sleep and then yeah. i'm like sometimes i get worried i'm like gosh well will my life like what if because like i'm already always tired and i already deal with chronic fatigue mm-hmm. and so i'm like yeah will i be able to take care of my kid when i'm like you, like you yeah. run off of no sleep i guess you figure out a way to do it but that sounds really scary to be honest like yeah it does and that's honestly part of the reason why i haven't had kids yet or josh and i haven't started trying is because i've had all these health issues yeah. and i have chronic fatigue and i have chronic pain and i'm like josh has brought up so many times like how would we do this like you're just you would be too exhausted you'd be physically unable to hold your baby at some time right because like right now you're that? able to like go lay down and take a nap but mm-hmm. like you can't just do that when your kid's like up and out it's like right god it's yeah and i think lately hard. the fact that i've been getting these treatments and i feel i'm feeling a lot better lately and i'm you know getting to just so much of a better place mm-hmm. mentally too that it's starting to become a, a more like realistic. reasonable reality sure sure that but i sense. feel like i can get there and i feel less scared of it right like the fear of parenting is starting to like slowly dissipate for me and sure. i'm getting like more mentally there like it's and not I'm like okay scary of with like changing our lives like sure i'm kind of ready like we've had a lot of time to just do whatever we, yeah. we want yeah Absolutely. and it's been really nice and i mean i don't know how much longer it will be like we could have a baby right away it could be another five years right. i have no idea god that's what's so stressful is like yeah it is stressful because then i'm like what if it takes you know in my head of anxiety i'm like trying to plan it. i'm like okay so i'm 26 what if i like want to theoretically pop out a kid by like age 30 would be nice okay so what <laughs> right. if i try at 29 but then what if it takes me three years oh my god then i, I should try your i should need to start trying at age 27 then because that's if it takes I'm me three years too. like that i have no idea that's why I, i've thought about that too i've been like should i, should I already start trying should i be like looking at my cycle right. and figuring all that figuring out, out. And i don't know i'm like i'm not quite there but i feel like i'm about to to be there you know yeah and josh and i seem to be at the exact same point sure it. yeah um but it is weird it is really weird thinking about all the things that will change right. but it's also so exciting and i mean for me there's there's way more excitement than there is fear because mm-hmm. i've wanted to be a mom since i was born yeah like as soon as i was born you guys like you don't understand i was obsessed yeah with were, babies and the idea of having babies she like, watched like live like tv like on i did video birth like births i was obsessed with birth for a while and my mom my mom is a really open mother like she is just like she's not weird about anything so as soon as i express interest in the way babies were born she's like you want to go to the library and like get some videos <laughs> and i was like yeah so we like, literally yeah. went to the local library and we got like the miracle of life and we got like a couple videos and we would watch a bunch of like that TLC. Like there were tons of different baby birthing shows. Yeah, yeah. And I loved them. I would like watch hours and hours <laughs> of these baby birthing mar- marathons. I would watch like full frontal, like baby coming out. I saw that literally for the first time in high school and it was past. I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that looks so painful. I was like, seriously eight years old watching this like that's wow what? i can't wait for this i can't wait to have a baby see that's great that's and that's like so interesting because this is like we're so different in that sense of like you have always had that like maternal i have like 
drive in you like you who was the mom when we play house always kendall always me. and i was like the bratty <laughs> teen that didn't want to like yeah. listen wow imagine that leo not wanting to listen and then we'd always have a baby doll that was like the young baby yeah the young baby yeah. or like your sister or something we would like yep but we'd make a pillow the husband <laughs> but i was always the mom you were always the mom. and i've always i used to tell my mom i want like a hundred babies i want a ton of kids and i could see myself i could honestly see myself having like four kids like who knows who knows i'm kind of gonna play it by ear like i'm gonna definitely have at least two mm-hmm. see how it goes see if i like it mm-hmm. what if they're awful i'm like never again well i'm sure there's tons of people who are like <laughs> i want four kids and they have two kids and like never mind you know i'm <laughs> sure they're not the first that would think that but but knowing me and josh and knowing how into parenting are gonna be problems you have oh <laughs> stop <laughs> We, okay kidding. we're not like hoarders no but you have like an obsession a lot of with animals. collecting things you're like you like yes. a lot of things what other yeah. things do i collect other than animals rocks plants that's true rocks and plants. weed oh uh, yeah tea but that, i don't really collect that because it goes i go through uh, it pretty skincare um uh, candles um <laughs> makeup are you gonna collect children oh i did collect makeup for a while <laughs> yeah it was totally a collecting thing no you're right i do like collecting i do i like collections <laughs> So maybe I'll collect kids. That'll be my next collection. You just become like 19 kids and counting. You better get your shit started now. You just pump out kids I know. forever. Dude, that's some shit. I feel like you and Josh, though, you guys can, like, you guys manage chaos. Like, you guys almost thrive. We do. With chaos. We both talk about that all the time. We feel more comfortable like this. We love having 10 pets. Like, I think yeah. people think we're fucking nuts. And I know that people look at us and think we're fucking nuts. But I don't care. Like, we love Oh, we yeah. wouldn't change anything about it. And I could see us, I could see us loving parenting and oh, yeah. popping out like five, six kids. Who knows? <laughs> she just, first she said, like, oh God, please don't. First you said four. Now you're saying five, six. Well, with us having 10 pets, you never know. And me yeah. and Josh, we're crazy. We like to collect. Like you said. who actually have kids versus pets are laughing at you. Like, well, no, I'm, I'm just 10 kidding. pets. Might as well have 10 kids. I'm just kidding. Realistically, we both actually, we've talked a lot about this and we really want two, maybe a third, um, depending on how the first two go. Sure. Yeah. No, but I, we just can't wait to be parents. I am so excited to like get this little human. It makes me shake even talking about it. I'm so excited. You have no idea. The idea of someone's, because to me, it's a whole spiritual thing. So this is kind of a different view than most people have. But to me, the idea that this, this soul could like pick me as a parent and oh, a want of, to yeah. be raised by me and Josh and I can like, just let them thrive and I can just be there with whatever comes along. Like Mm -hmm. the excitement of they could be anything just makes me so happy to think that they could be into anything. Maybe they'll be into some hobby that I know nothing about. Like maybe my kid will be really into violin or like karate and I'll learn a whole new, like who knows the adventures that lie ahead. It's so true. I'm so excited for that. I'm so excited to watch my kids like go to the beach for the first time and touch grass for the first time. And experience things that you love and yes. like or, and like show them things that like you did as kids like yeah the christmas shit yes that i'm excited for you guys the traditions oh like, i'm all about it oh josh yeah. and i love it we're like okay so what will christmas morning look like in our house we've talked about that for and years. like the feeling of like you know like us growing up so close together like we were always like it was like always big family get-togethers and Mm -hmm. like i thrive so much off that feeling of like even now like you know christmas eve and my dad's house we're all together it's like the best feeling in the world (laughs) yes and i feel like but a part of me like feels like a little bit of it is lost because i'm not a kid like yeah and we have no kids around and we have no kids around i feel like it'll be really fun to when like we have kids and they're off together and we're like having our cocktail hour upstairs like our parents yeah. did like played and like I, I feel like it'd be cool to like see that all unfold from like a different perspective almost like mm-hmm. reliving that in a sense mm-hmm. in a different lens yes Wouldn't I that, and that i think about so all the dumb, time but. like this i mean who knows if this will happen right this would be like some good luck but i just hope that there will be one of Janelle's children and one of my children that are around the same age so that they can have the cousin bond that we did and That's like, my biggest, like dream. it. Oh my God. Even if it's like your youngest and my, or my youngest, your oldest. Yeah. Cause yeah. we're going to be off a few years. I know you and John probably won't have kids around the time that I do, but no, probably, but it'd be cool to be like yeah. overlapping at some point. Yeah. Seeing them. Yeah. I mean, it's so, I love thinking about Christmas, yeah. Halloween, like mm-hmm. 
all of that. And of course, those are just all the little fun things that come with it. And we're not thinking about all of the hard right. work. Of course. Yeah. Peace, the stressful yeah. moments, the right. times where you just want to rip your hair out. Right. The, I mean, the times where your kids like breaking your heart, but you don't know how to like fix yeah. them because you can't like they're their yeah. own person at the end of the day. And like yeah. you can't like control them. And like, how do you maneuver that? Like what? How do you, you know, make sure that you're strict enough and involved enough but then not too involved to where they just want to rebel and like keep secrets from you. Like it seems, it all seems so fucking hard and honestly intimidating. Like, and I don't want to screw it up. I I think that's like the fear every parent has. You don't want to, like fuck up your kids in any way. Especially because I'm like, God, I made the choice to bring you into this life. Then it's like, you didn't choose to be born. So like, I got to make sure that you're not like, I don't want you to get yeah, like, I don't want to screw you give up them at the all. best yeah. possible life that you can. And you can only do so much. There's only so much you can protect your exactly. kids from. And I think learning how to learn, like to let them have experiences is going to be hard. Yeah. I know I'm going to have issues with that. Just kind of letting them figure things out. Like I'm going to want to just protect them from everything and prevent anything bad from ever happening to them. But you know, yeah, I mean, parenting is going to be a journey and mm-hmm. it feels like a little bit overwhelming sitting on the edge of this journey. I feel like I'm like sitting at the, the on a diving board, sure. like waiting to dive in. Like and I'm just like, over, when like, is this going to oh start? God. Yeah. Like, like I'm looking at this pool of like yeah. the next 30 years of my life, Your life. and how different next, it's going to be the, forever. Yeah. That's the other thing is like, it's so permanent. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Christy, Christy was talking about it so raw beauty Christy yeah, she was talking about it on Just her channel her about beautiful son Alder oh my god so we love sweet him. anyways she was saying how it's trippy that before she had her son she was talking about in her video how she's like it's weird that he's gonna like come into our lives and then we just bring him home and then he's there like yeah, he's, he's never just, gonna and leave. all of a sudden he's just like yeah. now he she's like it was me and Zach now it's me Zach and this and this baby it's like he's there forever forever he yeah, like doesn't forever. leave he doesn't stay in the guest room like he's no. just a part of the and then you just like continue your life 18 right but hopefully hopefully yeah hopefully exactly earlier than that <laughs> well you know but yeah theoretically, like that's it's what like you can't just hand that like when you when i see a baby now i can like play with someone's baby and then hand it back to the mom right and, that's and when you get tired like you know nanning's great or whatever because mm-hmm. it's like cute to play right. with babies but then it's I like nanny. around five or six o'clock when mm-hmm. the kids are cranky and they need bath and go to bed you're like keep okay, bye yeah you, like, leave and you go live your life <laughs> and like yeah. you do whatever you want stuff so yeah or like i'm sure you know younger people who have younger siblings or younger um nieces and nephews like we don't have any of like we don't we're not around no, kids we're not. at all no, so we really aren't you know, we don't have like any exposure. I don't really have many that. friends who have. I have like one friend from high school that I just saw recently who just had a baby. But There's like yeah, not many of my friends of girls had from our sororities that have babies. I'm gonna be I the know. first one probably in our our group of friends. I bet yeah, probably. to have a baby. Yeah, and my kid's gonna be so spoiled by all of you. Oh my god. Oh yeah, it's gonna be so cute. It will. And Bernie's gonna. Bernie's looking at me right now. He's like, don't even talk about kids. <laughs> Do like, you and John like? Are you guys even talking about that? I mean, that's so far um, off. We, I guess you guys are like we got to do some other things first. Yeah, we want like we we talk about it sometimes. Like we talk about it more than we did, obviously. But it's definitely not like necessarily because it's you know it's crazy when mm-hmm. I first met John in high school and stuff. We would I would ask him like, "Do you want kids?" Like just you know out of curiosity. I didn't really necessarily think that I'd be having kids with him. But back then he was like, "I want to have." kids young like i picture myself being a young dad and the other day we were talking about that and i was like john remember how you would say like you want to be a young dad and he started like kind of laughing he's like yeah he's like i remember at my that age thinking i would definitely have kids by like 25 26 i'm oh, like well too. you are 26 and he was like i couldn't he's like there's no way i could have a kid right now like he's mm-hmm. like you know i could do it but it would not be ideal and it was just interesting to think about like our plan that we have in our lives and you mm-hmm. know at that point when you're only like 16 26 seems like so much older so far I, away but now it's like i know oh my god i know i definitely <laughs> thought i'd have kids by like 25 i did not think i would yeah still not have kids now and because in your and I'd mind keep going that if seems i had more old, biological I f- time but i feel like yeah totally if we could right? like i'd max it out a little longer yeah 135 but yeah. then i feel like well, who knows what could happen right i'm cutting it too close mm-hmm. it's a lot of pressure it, it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of pressure. But we do want to talk about our last sponsor, which is Modern Fertility, because oh. they may relieve some of that pressure and anxiety. Yes. I'm actually really excited to take that Modern Fertility test. I'm going to take it tomorrow. You're supposed to take it on the third day of your period. 
So I'm curious to see what the results will be. I think it's honestly really cool that we're like normalizing women's health and hygiene and just Mm -hmm. like actually there's like, you know, so many companies that are like helping women like understand their bodies more and just, you know, making it easier, making it easier, making it more accessible, making it not such a taboo subject. Mm -hmm. I feel like so many people are just taught to like not talk about unless you're like with their doctor. And it's like, like, like everyone who's on this earth was born right a vagina so like why <laughs> are we so taboo to ta- right subject yeah. why is it so weird to talk about i agree and i think it's cool that there's all these services now that you can do from home yeah. like just in general oh yeah you know for men and women oh yeah that you don't have to because so many people don't trust doctors unfortunately like mm-hmm. i've had some bad experiences myself where i don't want to go to the doctor mm-hmm. because i don't trust them to be honest well, you know also like it's accessibility is like not everyone yeah. like has the time has or the has access to a doctor that they trust ha- has the access that they trust a lot of people you know i feel like insurance unfortunately doesn't cover a lot of what we need and so no, there's like a lot of these services it's such that a are, scam it's such a scam such a fucking scam it is such a scam but i feel like that's why it's cool because all these you know different like at home self it's like almost like self-serve yeah. kind of yeah that's and what i did for my ebv test i literally ordered it oh, myself really? and yeah mm-hmm. oh i didn't know that that's well so it didn't come to my house i had to get it through a lab but yeah we didn't go through a doctor you know we just... Th- okay that's wild that basically you had to come up with the test in order to f- oh, yeah. fucking get a diagnosis yeah i'm curious if you guys want to do want us to do an episode talking about it i don't know if any if people are interested enough but so many people have asked me to explain all of this yeah. and like my health issues because i've taught i've like vaguely talked about it here and there sure. but i've never like completely explained what it is and the treatments that i'm getting and right. my experience with the medical field yeah i mean it could be a really good episode because yeah. i think a lot of people can relate to the fact yes. of having bad experiences in the medical field or feeling like you're mm-hmm. you know told oh you're just stressed it's just in your head or mm-hmm. whatever and then you go back home and you're like is it like yeah. am i just pathetic like no. i'm confused so many so many people are dealing with mm-hmm. invisible illness and not being taken seriously no. it feels so stressed out and that's why i say i'd be happy to do an episode like that because i know i could have really used it like a year or two ago when it, it was just so bad and i felt so down on myself mentally yeah. not knowing what the fuck was going on and thinking maybe this is my fault or i'm just stressed right, or I'm, right, maybe right. i'm just a weak person and, right exactly you know all types of stuff but yeah no i know it's it is and it's again like taboo but i feel like the more we can like open up Mm -hmm. and like normalize it then you know the more i i hope it'll you know open doors for accessibility for you know things and types of alternative treatments and alternative diagnosis and like this because i mean you have had a really interest not just up until getting diagnosed but an interesting experience you Mm -hmm. know from your treatments point of view and like you've done some really like kind of controversial yeah exactly like ketamine Mm -hmm. very controversial Mm -hmm. some people don't understand at all what i'm talking about that yeah so yeah i'd be fine with opening up about it i think it needs to be destigmatized i agree and that's what we want this show to be all about is being really open that this is a safe place where we can share information without being judged. Exactly. Hopefully. Yeah. We're well, judged by some of you. Some of you, but that's okay. That's what we ask for when we go on the internet. I mean, we can't, we can't I mean, that's, that's kind of so like, Oh yeah. We, that's, oh, you're asking yeah. for it. Definitely. If you're like, especially when, cause we got opinions too. I mean, hello, we yeah. have a fucking spicy section yeah. for our podcast. So we are, we're, we're all right. We can handle the feedback, yeah, but yeah, definitely. no, a lot, of you, us. a lot of you guys are so awesome i just want to have a side note on that like the comments mm-hmm. last episode were so great about the yeah, mandela effect and everything <laughs> and like the spicy topics you guys are the spicy episode of all the like truth or uh, spice that was really fun we want to do another episode of that again so oh, for the mandela thing i just have to oh, say yeah. before we go on oh there was like five that i wanted to take and <laughs> like re-talk about but i'm just gonna for the sake of time just say this okay the the hunger games thing has been a big topic of discussion oh, yeah did that beginning scene happen or not I I don't know because I never saw it, but apparently there was like a parody or something of it. Oh, there was a parody. Yeah, people said that there was a. It was called the. It wasn't called the Hunger Hunger Games. It was like something I don't even remember what it's called. Some like parody though, and I guess that oh. scene that you guys were talking about does happen. But have you seen a parody, Sydney? And then a bunch of people were like, maybe you guys because that that's what happens in the books. Okay, so to clarify, if you didn't catch the last episode, basically we're talking about in the Hunger Games there we thought that there was a scene where 
some of them step off the podium a little too early right. and one of them like blows up because of that. And um, apparently this is a Mandela effect. It's not actually in the movies, but we both feel like we have seen the scene. A lot of people yeah. feel like oh, they've seen tons this scene. Of and people were commenting, you know, maybe you guys read that part and your brains just visualized it while you were reading. And I was thinking maybe that could be it because Josh actually read me those books in college. I mean, it's oh, totally really? possible. I was like sitting there visualizing what he was reading to me, but you didn't read the books, right? So how no. would you have known about that? No, I didn't read the books. And you saw it. Did you see a parody ever? No, I don't remember a Hunger Games parody. Yeah, I saw a few comments on it. Fuck, I can't remember what it's called. It was funny. The name was like a play on the term Hunger Games. But huh? Um, yeah, I don't know. There was I was shocked. OK, the thing I was shocked about was how many people had the same experience, the Fruit Loops as us. They were like, dude, yeah. I remember being wrong. And then all of a sudden now I've been right this whole time. And I think I was like, confused or like my past self was confused because apparently I thought it was fruit. Before someone if, was telling me I did think that. And now what, I'm like all confused about what I thought. Not, my whole life is a lie now. But what if the only reason it's like that is because they like you're in a parallel, like you're in a different universe. So obviously <laughs> your video like changed to make it like fit this timeline yeah, type and, of thing. Whoa, I don't know. I don't know. I don't Tons know. of people talked about learning about um, Man Nelson Mandela dying in prison back when they were like in high school. Yeah, so many people remember thing. that. Yeah. And to clarify, I didn't mean Gandhi died in prison. I was trying to compare that he was in prison yeah. maybe that was what they were confused with but yeah it's, that that whole episode was just interesting to see all the feedback mm -hmm. so many of you guys were like agreed with us except for the chartreuse thing i feel like most people were like most no were like, that was are green. idiots it's green they're like has it always been yellow green like oh has it oops i don't know my colors but that was that was definitely a fun episode so let us know if there's any topics like that that you guys want to see us look into like some trippy phenomena or yeah. you know something that Maybe we have already done a mile higher that you want us to look into a little bit more mm -hmm. or something that doesn't, that, yeah, that yeah, we would handle better. Yeah, exactly. Like not as quite like heavy as mile higher, mm -hmm. more things that we can like, you know, have fun with that. But, There's some conspiracies but, I want to do. Yes. Like the birds aren't real conspiracy. Birds aren't real. Comment below if you want the birds aren't real. The birds, the bourgeoisie. Have you heard of this? Bourgeois. Oh, oh I know. I know the birds aren't real. Yeah. They're all robots. And it's very interesting stuff. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We well, can look into it, guys. It could be fun God. times. Yeah. Let us know what type of like other stuff you'd like to see from us. And we will be sure to keep it in mind. But um, next week we will be off. Oh, yes. Just good. to let you guys know, I am getting veneers put on. And apparently you can talk really strange after that. So it's probably not great for me to do a podcast the day after I get. Yeah, I feel like you're going to have like hella trouble talking. <laughs> and <laughs> I already do with my actual teeth. So <laughs> it might be hard. Yeah. But so we're just going to uh, take a little week break, but we'll be back. Yes, we will. And yeah, we got a lot of good stuff coming. And hopefully we'll get some guests one of these days. We always talk about it, but maybe... She's looking at me like, no, shut up. <laughs> like, well, the pandemic like, is still yeah. raging, so okay, probably well, not. Okay, girl can dream. <laughs> yeah, Sydney's like me. Oh, yeah, oh. Sydney. Guys, let us know if yeah. you guys want a little interview with Sydney. Yeah, let us know. Maybe we'll, like, actually, she can, like, sit with us and we can <laughs> be our first guest. Yeah, be our first <laughs> Sydney's our guest. Hi, here's our camera girl, Sid. Oh, oh my God. All, All right, right, guys. That's it for us this week, you guys. We will see yes. you the week after next. Yeah. But until then, keep it fresh. fresh. <laughs> Sorry, I kind of left you hanging on that. <laughs>